as we get a uh, baptism set up, uh, let me give you a little more background to uh, Love Indeed, then I'll introduce the baptism as well. Uh, we've been doing Love Indeed now, I, I believe this was the ninth time uh, here at Edgewood. It's just a major annual event uh, where we try to practically demonstrate the love of Jesus Christ uh, to our community and a lot of different uh, service projects and, and areas. Uh, the uh, emphasis is built off of 1 John chapter 3, verse 18, where it says, Let us not love in word or in tongue only, but what? In deed, by our works, by our acts of service and kindness. So there's no way I'll try to uh, mention all the things that were done, but it was kicked off Wednesday with a meal that we provided to a local uh, senior adult community uh, center. There's uh, been a dental clinic, there's been uh, a medical clinic and uh, screenings. Uh, we did uh, some work at Reese Road Elementary School uh, that we're tied in with our after-school tutoring program. Of course, Highland Community uh, uh, Church is one of the uh, church plants of Edgewood, mission churches in the past. And then, of course, uh, yesterday we had the huge uh, block party uh, for the uh, community. Just had a wonderful time. I think what probably 800, 900 hot dogs we gave out. And, uh, of course, kids had so much fun with the various activities. It was just a, just a wonderful, wonderful uh, day. I thought went smoother than, uh, than ever before. And we've always concluded, Love Indeed, with uh, having uh, folks from Highland Community Church uh, join us. This is not their entire church. They're, they're having worship services uh, there, but uh, some of their folks are with us, and uh, we've always uh, brought them together to uh, blend our two churches in worship, and then we uh, conclude with the meal over at Highland, as I mentioned earlier, and if you just came in, you can get directions to Highland out in the vestibule, so after church, we hope everyone will make their way over there to enjoy just a wonderful uh, barbecue meal. But just to give you a little background to Highland, and uh, they'll be sharing with you a lot more later, uh, but we've been involved in three church plants, mission churches here in Columbus, uh, uh, Rivertown, House of God, and then Highland Community. Uh, Robert, the man in the uh, black robe right there, he is the pastor of Highland, Robert Strickland. The best thing about Robert, as y'all know, he's married to my daughter, Carrie. And... Uh, yeah, that is the best thing about Robert, isn't it, Carrie? Uh, these folks know. These folks know. And uh, it's a joy to have them with us. And uh, Robert's going to uh, baptize right now uh, James, uh, an individual that came to know Christ through the ministry of their church. And then he'll be uh, baptizing uh, one of his sons. Luke, of course, is also my grandson. So it's a joy to be able to uh, witness that. So I'll kick it to you, Robert. Without any, any music backdrop, he has to pray to receive Christ, and he has been walking with Christ hand in hand every step of the way, and an honest admission to the fact that he's a sinner just like me, knowing that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, not over all heart, but also over his life as well. And so, in baptizing him today, realize that we'll be sharing this
victory, victory is mine. And um, the scripture, um, we're more than a conqueror through Christ, Amen. describes this song. Um, I'm tired. <laughs>
do is uh, a request from Carrie, who is our First Lady. And the, the song just reminds me of the story of uh, Jehoshaphat when he just had this huge army coming against him and the Lord promised him victory. And so he lined up his singers and he let his singers lead him and they led him through praise and the Lord just came and confounded the enemies. Incredible story. And when we look at North Holland, this was once a thriving, beautiful, loving and caring neighborhood that the Lord has not forsaken. Amen. You know what? The enemy has come to rob and kill and destroy. But the Lord has not forsaken Holland and he's heard the prayers of his people. And I just see this song. It's, it's a little exciting, but it's talking about we're going to line the streets up with praise, and we're going to come against the enemy, and we're going to have that very same victory. Are you ready? opportunity for those of you who don't know about the church plan of Highland Community Church I want to just give you an idea an overview if you will of, of our church we are in what's called the North Highlands neighborhood of Columbus it is a, really a neighborhood that is blighted at this point it is if you're going downtown you're you're going to take the last exit in Columbus before you go into Phoenix City off J.R. Allen then you're in a position to where you get onto Second Avenue and once you get onto 2nd Avenue, you are going down 2nd Avenue on the right. On your right, you would have Bibb City, which is a former mill town. And then on the left, you would have North Highlands, which is also a former mill town. And so once the mills left, the, the neighborhood just rapidly changed and not necessarily for the good. 
So in essence, we're there on the left in the North Highlands neighborhood, and the name of our church is Highland Community Church. And we really exist to do two things. The first thing is that we exist to give the gospel to the poor and really spend our days in discipleship. Now, discipleship's a very messy process for anybody. And so we look to the Lord to take our messes and somehow, some way, mysteriously and miraculously, he is able to turn them into something glorious for his name. And that happens over and over and over and over in our presence. And it's such a joy to be in that place. The second part of who we are is that we exist to bring the body of Christ together on common biblical ground. So be it whatever denomination, be it whatever you see as far as a church name, if that church exalts the name of Jesus, we understand that there's a biblical mandate to serve the poor as a believer. And so we bring churches together. And just to give you one example of what that looks like, you all are, of course, our church plant, but you also have love and deeds where you come every year and you're a part of doing ministries with us. And we're in part doing those with you as well. But in addition to that, say St. Andrews Presbyterian, that's a church that is also in Columbus. They now just finished their seventh year of doing what's called Renew, which is their youth missions trip. So they had 40 youth come over, and they come over every year, and we do ongoing discipleship-driven ministries. And it is one of the greatest opportunities to see the body of Christ come together, be it whatever name or denomination you put on it. When we exalt Jesus corporately, we know that he is honored. And so we exist to do those things. So when we encounter people, be it whatever estate they're in, we're going to offer them Christ. We're going to offer them the opportunity to know that in their helpless estate, that they were not left alone. And that Christ not only is Lord, but desires to redeem them from darkness and truly transfer them to the kingdom of the light of his son whom God loves. So that's what we exist to do. And so we thank you for the chance to exist, Edgewood, and we want to just take this opportunity just to declare that what we have continued to see in this first song especially is that really with all that we see rivaling and without it in our streets for the attentions and the affections of people, what we continue to know as steadfast as I am standing here is that there truly is no equal and no rival for the name of Jesus. And we in that neighborhood that is often very clearly rolling with darkness, we are proclaiming that Jesus is light and that in the light of his presence there is liberty and there is freedom. And we stand and we look at darkness dead in the face and we proclaim the light of Christ to it. And you see people run into the darkest parts of the caves they can find in our neighborhood, or they run into the arms of Christ knowing salvation, turning from crack to Christ in many cases. And we continue to see the Lord do that over and over and over, cultivating his kingdom in our presence. I have just come to love this song. I really, really like it. Mom Merritt actually introduced me to it. My goodness, thank you. I have enjoyed. What a beautiful name. And these are intended to be sung corporately, so please sing with it. 
above everything, all things. Lord, wherever we are deceived to place our hope, let light invade and thwart that deception. And let us see that the only and eternal hope that we have is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. And everybody said? Amen. This next song that we're going to sing is really more of a prayer. And specifically a prayer that I have just um, found myself praying. like my dad right now <laughs> over myself and over our family and over our church and community for the last two years this last year has been just a very unique precious time in the life of our church at the beginning of the year we just felt the Lord calling our church as a whole to begin praying and fasting for revival Amen. that we have been there so long and yet we just desire to see God's presence invade that community that where light is darkness must flee and so as a church we have been praying and fasting and every Wednesday as an entire church we fast and then on Sunday mornings we set aside a segment of our service to where we get on our knees and we just cry out to God send revival breathe your spirit into the dry bones that are here the interesting thing, I've never, I've never really fasted before, and I've never fasted for an extended amount of time like this. And so what I've seen with fasting is that really it's been twofold, is that it is, fasting brings you, I feel like, into the Spirit of God in such an, a unique way that I've never seen God's Word become such a lamp to our feet and guiding us so specifically on how to pray. And it has revealed just our absolute brokenness and desolation and barrenness as a people. And not just as we think of that as a community. When you ride down the streets, you will see it. But really, as we have been fasting, what the Lord is saying, it's my own people. It's the body of Christ. Amen. The families within the church that we, as we have prayed, we felt like the Lord has given us a sequence to pray for revival and first that it would start in us individually and then that it would pour into our families and then pour into our church and from there pour out into the community and now we're going on month eight that we've been doing this praying and fasting and the interesting thing is that we have not yet made it past individuals and families as we have been praying the Lord has just shown us our brokenness in our families and at the beginning of our time in North Highland the passage that the Lord gave our family specifically over that community was from Ezekiel 36 and it says on the day that I cleanse you from your sins cleanse you then I will rebuild the waste desolate ruined places first he cleanses and then he rebuilds and all this time in my mind, I've been thinking along those of what that would look like in our community. But as we have started the season of prayer and fasting, the Lord said, first, I want to do that in my own people. The people of God are barren, desolate, and wastelands, and my desire is to revive them. 
And first, that begins in our families. And so that is where we have been, is just praying for the Lord to do that. So that's been one thing that through fasting, I feel like the Lord's just really shown us our brokenness. But the other part that we have seen in our fasting is just the compassion of God. That he sees that, and it is not his anger that we see, but he says, I am a God who is slow to anger and abounding in love. And his desire as he came into Jerusalem, right, and he looked at the people and he said that he was moved to compassion because he saw that they were like sheep without a shepherd. And that is what I feel like our families and our church look, right, look like right now. We are so distraught and we are so distracted and we are so confused. We've been so tricked by the enemy. And the Lord is saying, I just long to show you compassion and to pull you in and to revive you with my spirit. And so as we've been praying that, I just feel like the longer that we pray and the longer that we fast, the stronger my cry is that we have absolutely no way to get ourselves out of this. We are that level of broken that all we can do is pray, take over, God. Take over our families. Take over our brokenness and restore us. And so as we pray that, what we have seen is God has not given us a system, a step one, two, three of how to do that. But instead what he's given us is a spirit of submission of just getting on my knees, and that's what I do. My, my, my living room has become my prayer room. And I just get on my knees and just pray, God, take over. We are so broken, but you are so faithful, and you have such a power. There is no name like the name of Jesus Christ. There is no rival to your power. And to what you can do, revive your people, revive your church, revive the family. So as I sing this, I would pray that you would just use it as a prayer. One of the lines that we say every week starting our service at Highland is the altars are always open. Do not get caught up in a slide. You're here to do business with the Lord. And so just the altar is open. May this just be the prayer and the longing of our heart is, Lord, just take over. We're in such dry, weary places. Feed us, Lord. May we know what living waters in your presence.
that is our worship, to exalt his kingdom above all of the others that we seek to create. That means nothing. Can we just sing that together? And I exalt And I exalt you as Lord. Lord, we acknowledge our sinfulness. We acknowledge the frailty of our humanity. We acknowledge our mixed devotion to you that we have become so distracted by lesser things to where we have truly left our first love. And we are thirsty. And we know you are the only source that can quench that thirst. And so Lord, as we close this service, 
First, I just want to surrender these two churches to you, Edgewood Baptist and, and Highland. And Lord, we do unite our hearts to acknowledge that our greatest need is to be renewed and revived by you. And so my prayer for both of our churches would be that you would grant us, according to the riches of your great glory and mercy, to be strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit in the depths of our inner man. Because, Lord, we know it's there in the inner man you desire authenticity. You desire honesty and transparency. You desire Christ-likeness, meekness, love. And we acknowledge that only the Holy Spirit can bring that change from the inside out. And so, yes, take over. Take over. And begin that work in the inner man that as Christ would be formed in us, he would be displayed through us. And do that so that we would know the reality of Jesus Christ in our midst, that whether it would be, as Carrie mentioned, in our individual lives or in our families, or in our discipleship groups, Bible studies, corporate gatherings like this, we would know the preeminence of Jesus in our midst, Him gaining control as we surrender and allow you to take over our lives. Thank you that in your infinite mercy, uh, through redemption in Christ, we have literally been grounded and rooted in the love of Jesus, a love from which we can never be uprooted or severed from. And so, Lord, I pray you would take both of these churches and that you would take us deeper and deeper into that love, its knowledge, its experience, its enjoyment, to know the length, depth, breadth, and height of that love, that we would love one another to demonstrate the authenticity of our Christianity before a watching world, that that love would propel us to engage the lost, to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that you truly would make us fishers of men and instruments of change as you would work in and through us. And then, Lord, fill us with your fullness. Remove everything from our lives, from our churches that's not like you. And fill us with Jesus that wherever we are, wherever you send us, Jesus alone would be lifted up, exalted and magnified as we just sang. Uh, use us as your telescopes, as your microscopes to bring Christ up close and personal to those who see him as just some distant, remote figure in history. And, and to demonstrate the greatness of Christ to those who see him as so, being so very small and insignificant. And now, Lord, we're going to trust you. We're going to trust your mercy. We're going to trust your grace. We're going to trust your promise that you said you would build the church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. That you will do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything that any one of us could even begin to imagine in this moment. And that you'll do that through the power of the Holy Spirit that works in us for the glory of our Savior Jesus. And not only for this present generation, but for future uh, generations. So again, Lord, thank you for our wonderful friends from uh, Highland. 
uh, continue to bless their church, continue to bless the school, Truth Springs, as they reach out to so many of those little at-risk children uh, to capture their hearts for you. Uh, Lord, we know that uh, uh, you're doing miraculous work and uh, providing funds for them to build a new facility uh, that would bring great honor and glory to you there in that community. And we pray you'd make every provision for that. Continue to bless their initiative as they buy up houses in that area and renovate them and uh, move Christians into those areas to be light for you. Uh, Lord, it's, it's, it's just a wonderful thing to see how you're using them, what you're doing in and through them. Uh, but Lord, you have heard their hearts cry and we join that cry. We thirst for you. And uh, Lord, again, take over. Take over our lives, our churches. Uh, and then as you take us over, uh, use us to uh, bring you to our communities, that uh, our communities and those that live in it would become, come to that place of total surrender uh, to know the redemption and love and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For it's in his name we do pray. Amen.